0: Say my name loud and clear All love, but they still running in fear Who am I? Who am I? Thank you for tuning in to Our Black Voices Matter. We can't remain silent. We must speak up. So let the conversation begin. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Blake and I'm the host of Diary of a Mad Black Man, a podcast on mental health relationships and anything that you might find if you read my actual diary that I still do write in. Um, I created my show as a way to express myself and to Put my diary in the form of a podcast and also have just dope conversation with amazing people. Today I want to share my thoughts. Um, I have a couple things I want to talk about here. Um, the first one I want to talk about is my thoughts on the murders of Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd. Um, you know, since then, there's been more deaths and more murders of black people at the hands of racist police officers And police brutality, which ultimately is a byproduct of white supremacy and racism. I feel pain. I feel hurt. I feel sadness. I feel sorrow. At one point, I was feeling helpless um, and hopeless. But today, I feel powerful. And I know that things are not good for black people right now. Things are not good for these families right now. You know, I'm... Going through my own set of emotions and I can only imagine what it would be like to be the mother, the father, the brother, the sister, the aunt, the uncle, the friend, the co-worker of one of these people who was murdered. It's something that I cannot fully fathom right now because it hasn't actually happened to somebody that I know personally, but I do know that I feel the pain. I feel the pain of these families, of these people, of a life that has been taken and is now gone and will never be replaced. It makes me think about, you know, am I for peaceful protesting or tearing and burning shit down? Um, I'm all for peaceful protests. Um, I do not condone violence against other human beings. But sometimes you got to burn some shit up. Sometimes you got to take some shit. Sometimes you got to break some windows. Sometimes you got to stop traffic. You might have to do that. those kind of things. I feel that those things are necessary because it's like black people have been fighting this fight for 400 plus years. Trying to have equality and freedom and to not walk and live our lives in fear of police, of random acts of violence because of the color of our skin. And I feel that all those things have a right space and place to exist within this movement. Um, And like I said, I don't condone violence against other people. And I'm not saying that it's necessarily right to go and burn buildings down and loot and do the things that we have Seen people do in the media lately. However, I also feel it's not right to watch a black man be murdered for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. I also do not think it's right that police can literally run up in somebody's house, not knocking or anything, and murder Breonna Taylor in her own home. So, everything has its place in this world. However, the fight for us to live our lives... Free of fear of being killed and murdered because of the color of our skin. If we got to do something to push that message to keep going in that movement, whatever that is, then we need to do it. I think that we're also suffering from a lot of generational trauma and post-traumatic slave syndrome. And I'm not going to get too deep into these concepts right now for this, for the purpose of this audio here. But what I will say is that generational trauma is real Think of every generation that has come before you And the amount of trauma and pain that they had to carry on a daily basis You know, one of the things that I have been wrapping my mind around lately Is this concept that, or this thing I used to say even up to a couple weeks ago You know, my ancestors didn't go through what they went through for me to still be dealing with this And I have changed my mindset on that very statement because now I realize that my ancestors went what they went through. So that way I can do what it is that I need to do to keep this movement going forward, whether that means I use my voice to speak, whether that means I go out here on my and stand on my feet and protest, whatever it is that I feel I need to do to make sure that my people remain free and are treated right and we receive racial justice. Then that's what it's going to be You know one thing about me And I think a lot of people in my generation Us millennials we know that We don't necessarily like I said We don't necessarily condone violence But about our ancestors Didn't go through what they went through For us to still continue to sit here And try and peacefully tell you To tell the world to tell white people And white supremacists And people that are racist That y'all need to stop And it needs to end So no I'm not necessarily down to sit and just peacefully allowing somebody to throw milkshakes, spit in my face and all that kind of stuff that they went through. No, we're going to fight back because I refuse to let another generation come after me to still be up here saying and, and moving and dealing with this same bullshit that we're dealing with today. When it comes to defunding the police, I think the term... That best helped me to understand what we really mean by that was said by Angela Rye. And is disinvest in the police. Police departments don't need all this money they're getting. Police apartment departments don't need no $200, 000, $200 million budget a year. When it's schools in that same community that need textbooks. It's teachers in that same community with a police budget of over 200 million dollars that are struggling to provide a quality education to the students that they serve every day but these police officers can walk around here in full-blown riot gear from head to toe not missing one piece of equipment that they need to do their jobs the same energy needs to be given to our teachers and in our education system these teachers should not be out here spending their own money to educate these kids these teachers should not be out here spending their own time to find resources and things that they need for their classroom that stuff should be provided i have personally experienced racism and police harassment tell you a little bit about a story. When I was in college, I had a police officer literally pull me over six times within a five-day period. One day, it was three times in one day. That was the last day that that police officer pulled me over. And I remember looked at that police officer and at the and at that time I had a 2008 Jeep Grand Cherokee it was blacked out black tinted windows and it had 22 inch chrome wheels on it. And there was also a lot of rumors um, about me at my college saying that I was a drug dealer. You no, know, I was a college student who learned how to manage his money that he was getting and pay his bills in advance so that way I could drive a new Jeep with 22 inch rims on it. I didn't own that Jeep. I was paying a car note of like $350, and I knew that I could budget my money to make sure that every 30 days when that $350 car payment came due, it could be paid. So due to the rumors, due to how people viewed me and how I was presenting myself, I had long dreads at the time, the police thought I was a drug dealer on campus, but I was not. They never caught me with anything because I wasn't selling drugs on campus, and so Police are going to harass you. Police are going to do things to you that may not seem right. And at this point in time, I can't even say how you should respond to the police, because the way that I'm going to respond, if a police officer tries to pull me over anytime in the present future, it's not going to be pretty because I'm in fear of my life by police officers. I know that if I pull my car, if I get pulled over and I put my car in park and allow a police officer to approach my window, that could be the last time I put my car and park and I don't even do anything so what we're going through right now what we are experiencing is that people is very real for those of you who don't know don't understand wake up because now there's no excuse it's not enough to just be not racist or to not be a white supremacist you have to be anti-racist and anti-white supremacy and just because I'm pro-black doesn't mean I'm, pro- I'm anti-anything I'm about like-minded people who believe that racism and white supremacy and white supremacy is a evil, a evil thing in this world, and it's going to end. It will end. In the words of Stevie Wonder, I just listened to a show of him the other day saying how just as sure as life is created, Life is sure to come to an end. Just as sure as something is born, something is going to die. Just as sure as white supremacy and racism was created and it's been thriving in this world it's going to die. And I truly believe that us as a generation are watching white supremacy and racism die because black people, my people and anybody who understands anything I just said, we're not having it. It's going to end now. It will not continue. This world is going to continue to evolve, to be better, so that way everyone, anyone can live a productive and healthy and prosperous life and live in peace and not in fear of being killed by the police.